Hey, beautiful lady. This is going to be a heavy podcast. I'm going to bring you an episode today full of resources to help you find peace in your mind and body when watching the news of war. The war in Israel is entering week two right now, and it is hard. It is disgusting. It is demonic, and it is really emotionally taxing. I am living it with you. Um, I want to share resources with you today from Christian perspective, spiritual resources to help you get through this and find Jesus in the midst of this storm, as well as mental health resources to help you bring peace into your mind and body, to help you turn off the stress response that oftentimes flares when you are watching horribly brutal things like this. And they're, of course, putting all kinds of images that we don't need to see over and over and over again. I don't want you to think that I'm calling you to not watch the news. God is in charge of your life. Pray and let him lead you to what to watch, who to watch it from, when to watch it. It's a game changer in your spiritual and mental life and health when you let Jesus tell you what is for you and what is not. God gave you free will, and yet it's so much better if you just surrender it to him. Um, As a woman with trauma who gets triggered anytime I see violence, not only do I watch the violence and hear about what happened to other people, but then I relive my own. Um, It's just a lot more powerful when you let God lead into what is for you and what is not. It's going to help you not get so triggered and really find the information he needs you to hear without all the gruesome, gory details. So in this episode, I want to go into three of the most powerful Christian resources you have at your disposal to connect to Jesus in this as well as three of my favorite mental health, I would say very powerful, maybe not the most powerful, but three of my favorite powerful mental health techniques for helping you turn off your stress. But when I say powerful, it's not a big thing. They're actually very soft, subtle things that you do, and they're really gentle and loving. They help just gently guide your brain and nervous system back into the state of peace in your mind and body. So I hope this episode can be a light in this insanely dark time. Um, We're called to pray for Israel. We are called to be there for them emotionally and spiritually and physically. And I'm not in the military. I'm not showing up physically. We can donate money financially. We can pray and we can make sure that our own mental health is not wrecked by watching the news because that makes us weaker. And when we're weak, Satan attacks. He is a very, very path of least resistance devil where he's going to kick you when you're down, not when you're up. And so when your mental health is hurting, that's when he's going to move through you. So we want to make sure we can keep our mental health strong because it helps us keep the devil out. So join me in this episode to find some resources to pray for Israel and to find some peace in your mind and body. Welcome to the Stress Release for Christian Women podcast. My name's Laura, and I am a mental health practitioner, a Christian woman, and a survivor of mental health dysfunctions and disorders on all ends of the stress spectrum. In this podcast, we are gonna be talking about stress and mental health from God's perspective, 
what mental health resources help to turn it all off, and how you can find peace in your mind and body no matter what storm is raging around you. We are going to be talking about some heavier topics that are not suitable for kids. So if you've got kiddos with you, grab some headphones or save this podcast for later and know that this information is simply here for educational purposes only, not to replace any advice from a trained mental or physical health care professional. If you do need resources for that, you can check out my website, which is linked in the show notes below. So settle in, take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, and let's learn, grow, and find peace in your mind and body together. Hey, beautiful lady, welcome to our little bonus episode, How to Find Peace Amidst War, resources for watching the war in Israel and a prayer for Israel. It is a heavy week. They are entering week two of their war against Hamas, and if you're anything like me, you are struggling to watch and listen to anything about it because there's horrific images of torture and murder, which we're not meant to see. It's evil. It's demonic. It is always going to impact your mind and your heart. The stories of what they're doing to people and have done to people can really wreck your mental health. They can test your faith. And if you have trauma, they can really trigger trauma inside of you. For me, I've been abused, not in war, but I've been abused in some of the ways they're being abused. And every time it gets bluntly just blurted out on camera, I get triggered. And it's really, really hard. And this has been a really trying week of being actively engaged in what is happening enough to know and pray with more specifics than just God, please help Israel, and yet protect my mental health, to protect my heart and my mind and really cling to Jesus and protect my faith while watching all of this. You know, war is something that none of us truly can emotionally handle in this life. God didn't design your brain and your nervous system, the part of your body connecting your brain to your body in terms of stress. He didn't design them to witness this over and over and over again. And we know from a psychological perspective that when you're in war and surrounded by it, there's a different level and a different kind of trauma and PTSD that carries in a person when they just are overwhelmed and consumed by this day in and day out. It's called complex trauma. And it is so severe. And so turning on the news and watching this day in and day out can actually have a similar effect on your brain where you can start to get so exasperated with a stress response where you feel like you're in it. Your brain doesn't know the difference between TV and reality in its entirety. I mean, your conscious mind does, your human mind does, but the rest of your brain, your survival brain responsible for your stress isn't really aware of that. And so if you put these images and these stories in front of you day in and day out, they can really start to carry a negative toll where you actually can traumatize just by watching it. So God didn't design you to know everything and to see all of this, which makes having technology really hard. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about how you can move through the hard emotions you're feeling while watching this, because you weren't meant to see this all the time. 
how you can quiet your stress response inside of you when everything is screaming, this isn't okay, and how you can remain strong in your faith when when your humanity feels like it's crumbling. It is really hard to move through watching this and come out stronger. So I want to give you resources today spiritually and mentally and emotionally to help you on that journey to not bury your head in the sand to faithfully show up as God is asking you to and watch whatever he's asking you to watch and pray in the ways he's asking you to pray and participate to give to donate whatever he's calling you to do and still be okay because this is hard and it wasn't meant to be easy so We're going to talk about three Christian resources and three mental health resources that can help you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually through this time. So your three Christian resources point you to Jesus. He called you when times got tough to look up. I don't know if it's the end. I have theories, but those don't matter. Whether or not we're near the end, in the end, whatever, Jesus said, when things are hard, And when you see signs, look up, your redemption draws near. And he also commanded you to just not fear and look to him constantly. And we have been trained in this life. Unfortunately, our culture, the Western world has really trained us to be lost in the devil's lie that if we just bottle it up and pretend we're fine, we can be respectful, respectable, responsible adults. And that's such garbage You're a human being with emotions, and you are not here to perform. You're here to love and serve God, and that means feeling your emotions. I mean, Jesus wept over his friend's death right before he brought him back to life. He knew Lazarus would be able to hug him and be fine, and yet he wept because we're meant to feel this life. And so we need to find Jesus in this life and grieve with him. And how do we do that? You need to pray. You need to pray continuously. You need to pray in a full-on, never-ending conversation with God. When you wake up, pray before you open your eyes. Pray before you get out of bed and your feet hit the ground pray before you leave the house and do anything. Have a conversation with God as if you're chatting with your best friend all the time. I think of this like in high school with my best friend, I would just get together with her and we'd have a sleepover and we would talk incessantly until like three in the morning, we'd barely sleep. And then we'd talk all day the next day. And when I left, we'd still text each other. That's what God wants from you. He wants you to pray and talk to him continuously. You don't have to fold your hands and bow your head. In fact, I look up when I pray. I put my hands to the sky and I crinkle my neck. I know it's bad for my spine, but I want to be humbled before the Lord and I want to remember that he's in authority over me. And I want my arms and my shoulders to get tired because I want to remember my weakness and his strength. I don't want to bow my head and look to my own self because I just feel like that breeds this self-centeredness I lived in for so many years. And I just want to remember that God is my friend. And this is just a conversation and folding my hands, bowing my head feels very formal. 
So your number one line of defense in anything is prayer. Connect to God in prayer. He is the one in charge of your life. He's the one in charge of your peace. He's the one in charge of this war. And it is hard to remember that he is a good God when you're watching things like this, which is why you need to pray because your number one way to connect to God is through prayer. When you stop praying, you've closed the conversation, which is closing the door. And it is so easy when your mouth and your mind stop praying for your heart to close its door. And then you feel alone with Satan and you wonder where God is and you're the one that closed the door. So pray continuously all day, every day. Weep, lament, celebrate, get angry. God wants you honest. It is a commandment to not lie. So if you are hiding things from him and pretending that you're not angry at him, you're lying to him. So just remember that he would rather have you scream at him. I hate that you're doing this. I don't see you in this. Where are you? Why are you doing this to them? And why am I suffering while watching this? He would rather have you pray that than say, Lord, bring peace to Israel. He wants you honest and humble. He wants you human before him. And when you bottle up your thoughts and your emotions and your feelings and you hide them from God, you're playing into Satan's trap of trying to be your own God and not surrendering your humanity before the throne of Jesus. Open the conversation. And when you first start, if you don't do this right now, it is awkward and clumsy. Laugh. God will laugh with you and love you deeply. His love is unconditional. You can't say anything wrong here. If you sin in your prayer, he'll convict you, but he's a perfect loving God. He's just like, yeah, maybe we won't do that again. And he nudges you back. Pray continuously to Jesus because he is your source of true supernatural peace, which is the actual peace you need. And he is the one in charge of all of this. Your second line of defense is worship. God is in charge of everything and you need to worship him continuously. You need to praise him in the storm. You need to celebrate his authority, celebrate his goodness, celebrate his victory, even when you don't see it. David worshiped God in the middle of battle. We are called to worship the almighty king in the middle of the battle, even if your battle is on your couch, perfectly safe, psychologically a mess because of what you're seeing. Worship God's goodness, worship his love and his mercy and his grace in your life and in everyone in this war's life. When you worship God, you open your heart in a way that's different than anything else. Turn on worship where someone is live and they're in the spirit. They'll start praying in the middle of that song. They'll start preaching in the middle of that song. If you were at a church service or a worship service, where you are in the spirit. That's what they do. They take those services and they record them so you can live in the spirit with them. First of all, you have a human on audio. It's going to help you feel less alone. Second of all, the spirit is moving in that audio. So it's, he's going to move in your life deeper than if you just turned on a worship song. It's okay if you don't like live worship, but he is going to move in different ways. When you actually sing songs, 
that help your heart surrender to him. It's going to help you remember that he is God. He is in control. He has this in his hands. And that he loves everyone. He doesn't want this to happen. He's grieving this. And yet he's allowing it because there is sin in the world. And somehow in a way that we don't comprehend, there's a perfect justice. And I know that's a topic that's hard, but there's truth in that. And he's allowed this and we need to honor his will while simultaneously praying for peace, peace physically, peace spiritually, peace mentally, emotionally, and everyone involved in this war and everyone watching in the world. And worship is going to help you humble yourself before God and honor him as God in that way. And maybe it'll carry you away from remembering the war back into the goodness of God where you can just live in your life. Because if you're listening to this, my guess is you aren't in the Middle East in war right now. And you don't need to be drowning in that all the time either. And it's okay for you to just surrender to God and come back to your life and your peace, his peace inside of you and just celebrate the goodness and the blessings you have. Maybe it helps you celebrate the safety and the calm that does exist in your home and in your life and in your nation. I live in America. I'm praying for America a lot. And yet I'm grateful to be here today. I'm really grateful to be here today. And worship helps remind me that he put me here for a reason. And I don't necessarily need to fight that battle every moment. I can turn on worship music and just connect to God back in my life in the battle he's called me to fight. The third thing you can do, some might argue this is the first, is study scripture. If you want to hear the word of God in your life, you have to open the word of God in your life. Scripture is how the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you the most. He's going to speak to you through thoughts and feelings and just these knowings and nudges, but he's going to speak to you about who he is, about his character, his authority, his perfect grace, perfect love, perfect justice, perfect everything through Scripture. Two months ago, God brought me into Ezekiel, which is a pretty heavy book, a lot of prophecy of a lot of war. And I thought, whoa, this is kind of deep, God. And I'm literally in the throes of punishment on the wicked as I watch this. And I'm analyzing now and continuously praying, God, speak to me the truth of how this Old Testament narrative is living out in modern times. I don't believe we're in the Ezekiel end war, all that, but just looking at you had consequences and there was wickedness and sin and rebellion. And like, how does that play into Israel right now? You know, I'm wrestling with him and I'm learning who he is. I didn't read scripture as a child because of trauma in the church. I had panic attacks. I couldn't read scripture. And so I haven't read scripture and studied it until now. Two years of studying scripture is all I've got. I'm going deep with God because I want to know who he is. I want to know how I got here, how I messed up, what Satan did. I don't know if you've heard my testimony. It's episode two in this podcast. 
I got possessed by demons. I ended up in a very dark place. And what I know is that I didn't understand the truth of this universe. I thought the spiritual realm didn't exist. I didn't understand when bad things happened because I was so numbed out with my own trauma. I just was avoiding even pretending, you know, it didn't happen and pretending that I was fine. And I go deep in scripture now because I want to know the truth of the universe. I want to know how I got into the mess I got in and how I can get out. And the number one way to do that is to know who God is. To know God's character is not just to spend every day with him. It's to open the book, which is a manual for life. Everything you need to know about how to survive this life and land in the arms of Jesus at the end of it is in the Bible, is in the Word of God. And when I say get in your Word, reading is beautiful, and God will speak to you no matter what. Don't just read your Bible. Study your Bible. God will speak to you who He is, whether or not someone else is helping you with a study, through a study. But if you actually go in and study the Word of God, let someone through a study, like a workbook kind of thing, lead you in and through it, He's going to speak deeper and give you thoughts and bring up concepts and ideas you didn't understand. Go deep in scripture every single day. If mornings aren't your thing, pick a time of day. I'm a night person. I'm too tired at night. I now I'm doing it kind of in the morning-ish time, a few hours after I wake up. Find a time that works for you and go deep. If you're busy and 20 minutes is all you've got, do the 20 minutes. Go all in. But if you have more time and you're just not making it, your faith is going to get so much more profound, deep, and connected to Christ if you stop doing all your fun things and just start spending more time with Him. It's, it's a journey. It's a journey with God every day, an emotional journey. Whatever you do, pray to Him. Let Him lead. And know that He may carry you into a place where you are going deep with him every day to know him, love him, and trust him. Pray continuously, worship continuously, and go deep with God in scripture every single day. It is going to change your faith, which is going to change your life, which is going to change your mental health in this hard season. Know God, love God, trust God, and you'll find peace supernaturally in your entire life, deeper than you've ever experienced before. Now, sometimes God is going to lean you into the physical world and have you do some work with him. And there is a way to bring peace in your mind and body, physically and psychologically, part of the physical world that you live in. And that's through mental health. And that's what this podcast and this business is all about, is bringing mental health resources to Christian women so they can turn off the stress response, what I call release the stress, so that you can come back to peace in your mind and body. So today I want to touch on three techniques that I absolutely love. I use in my work with people, I use in this business I'm running, and I use in my personal life as a woman who is alive on planet Earth and has a lot of trauma. The first technique is called emotional freedom techniques, also known as EFT or tapping. So emotional freedom techniques is this incredible technique to not only turn off the stress response, but also to release 
the emotions that you're experiencing at the same time. It is a powerhouse of a technique in that it works very subtly and gently, but it's really quick. You can start to experience a peace washing through you. Usually for me, it's always from my head down to my toes through my torso. And it just feels like the stress is melting away. So emotional freedom techniques right now is an amazing technique to use literally while you're watching the news. It's going to help turn off that survival instinct that your brain is going to try to put you in that state of fight or flight. It's going to help battle that in the present moment and help to keep the emotions moving through you. We've been trained in our world to keep our emotions all bottled up inside. And we can look at scripture. They've been doing that since the beginning. This is just human nature. But we want to make sure those emotions are moving through and out of you so that you're not carrying them into your life and into your day. I like to think of emotions as like a bag of bricks behind you. You know, life is a marathon. We're on this journey. We're called to be on the straight and narrow. And we're literally running a marathon I watched a friend run the Boston Marathon and it looked so hard. And I can't imagine them running uphill with a bag of bricks behind them. And every time you bottle up an emotion, it's another brick in that bag until you have this huge semi-load of bricks you're hauling around with you everywhere in life. So while EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, is fantastic one-on-one with a practitioner to help you heal trauma and release emotions from your past that you have bottled up, It's also really powerful in the present moment where you can release the stress response and the emotions that are coming along with it. And when you're watching something like war on TV, that's a pretty extreme level of emotion. So EFT is going to help you release those emotions in real time so that you don't have to then worry about them getting bottled up inside of you and having to do the hard work of getting rid of them later. Our second technique is known as inner child work meditations. Inner child work meditations is typically used to help heal trauma, but the Christian variation is that you're going to bring Jesus into this narrative with you. We're just going to let Jesus into the present moment with you. So what you do is you close your eyes and you imagine Jesus coming into the room with you. You'd imagine Jesus coming into the room and sitting on the couch next to you and he would pause the TV or even just freeze time and he would hold you through all of your emotions. I can't guarantee what the spirit is going to do, but every time I do this, the Holy Spirit shows up in some way, in whatever way is God's will and what I need in that moment. So it's a beautiful way to really collapse into the arms of God and let the spirit move to tell you what he needs to tell you, speak truth into your life. And in this situation, maybe he speaks truth about the fact that he's got them and they're going to be okay over in Israel. And he helps you process all these emotions. One thing I've noticed too, is that when I do this technique and I find Jesus in my storm, It reminds me deeper how to pray for those affected in this war, for the Israelites, for the Palestinians, even for Hamas. They are stuck. Hamas is causing this. They're stuck in a demonic way. That's probably a different story, actually. But looking at Palestinians and Israelites, they're not doing this. They are suffering in this. And if If I'm struggling just from my couch, I can't even imagine the struggle they have. But if I can close my eyes and imagine Jesus holding me through it, 
so can they. And unfortunately, most of them aren't believing that Jesus is the Messiah. So that's my number one prayer of all, that their hearts would soften to him and see him as Messiah and surrender in this moment so that if this is the end, they're going to heaven. And if it's not, they can find peace on earth and meaning in all of this. And inner child work helps me pray for them to close their eyes and imagine the arms of Jesus. Or if they're Jews, Adonai, the Father. They don't think the Messiah has come, but they know the Father, that they could surrender and imagine themselves in God's arms protecting them and surrender to the spirit that is moving next to them, trying to enter in. I think it's just a beautiful way to get deeper in how I pray for them and for what God can do in their lives during this hard time. And the third technique is called grounding techniques. And this is actually just a category of techniques that are designed to turn off the stress response. So grounding techniques are not about emotional release. They're about getting you out of survival mode quickly and efficiently. They're very soft and gentle, and yet they're very quick and efficient. Some of them work in like under five minutes, maybe even three minutes or less. You could pull yourself if you're being led, or if I was leading you, I could pull you out of a panic attack in under three minutes. That's awesome. And the reason I love this is that grounding techniques are powerhouse techniques for when you need to get back to your life. You watch the news, You did as God commanded, and now you have to clean up your house and get your kids ready for bed or go to work or whatever it is you're doing. And you're a mess. You're anxious. You're triggered. You're overwhelmed. You might be kind of dancing in the hypervigilant, not okay state of stress. You may be all the way in fight or flight. What grounding techniques are going to do is turn off that fight or flight response and bring you back to the state of peace and rest, back into rest and digest back into a state of calm. They're not going to help you release the emotion. You're going to need to do the work later. So if you don't have time for that, if you're in the middle of a million things, grounding techniques are an amazing way to come back to yourself, come back to calm and peace in your mind and body so that you can get on with your day. So in mental health, we've got two techniques that are going to help you turn off stress two techniques that are going to help you release emotions. Emotional freedom techniques is going to help you turn off stress and release emotions. Inner child work meditation helps you release emotions. Grounding techniques help you release stress, turn off that stress response, come back to the state of peace. And all of them, if you do the Christian variations, are going to connect you with God. But even if you're doing a secular, just a very clinical variation of it, it's going to bring you back to the state of calm where you're going to start to hear God more fully or even at all. And it's going to help you right now as you are trying to keep up with what's happening enough to know and to pray, but not be drowning in it because Satan's going to do his best to lure you in to the wrong news station, the wrong time, the wrong broadcast to listen beyond when you were supposed supposed to turn it off. He's going to lure you in to seeing the things that are going to trigger you the most so that you're drowning in suffering just simply by watching TV. 
Again, he is path of least resistance. He's going to kick you when you're down. And so he's going to make sure that you are absolutely destroyed when you're at your worst. He's going to try to trigger you and then just let you suffer in it. You know, he, he doesn't want you to win at all. And so I highly encourage you, number one, lean into Jesus, lean into prayer, worship, and scripture more than ever before. God allows these things even in other parts of the world, but he brings them into our world through TV and technology and news to remind us to get closer to him. Pain in this life always draws us closer to him. So we need to come to him humbly to his feet in prayer, worship, and in scripture to find him in this storm, to learn his character, to let him lead in our life and build the trust muscle inside of us where we know he is the authority no matter what, and he is good no matter what. And to help you do that, lean into mental health, pray and let him lead. Maybe he's not calling you here, but Oftentimes he does. He's like, do all those spiritual things, pray, worship, and read your Bible and add these things in because they're going to help. These things are going to help turn off the stress response in your brain and body, and they're going to help bring you back into a state of rest and digest known as physical and psychological peace. So you can live and thrive with him as a beautiful servant, a strong servant of him on this earth. You know, this life wasn't meant to be easy, but God gives us a way out of every single hardship, whether it's in our own lived experience or whether it's on the news and we're just watching it. He has a way out of every single emotion that you're suffering with right now. And you just got to learn what those are and lean into him and he'll carry you through. So look up, give him your time today. Give him your prayers, your worries, your fears, and give him your obedience because prayer is the first step, but prayer doesn't come to fruition if you don't obey God. So if he tells you to turn the TV off, you turn it off, even if it doesn't feel good. Even if you're worried and you want to watch it, if he says, turn it off, you listen because he knows better. It's hard when we're stressed. We think we know everything and we don't. Satan's going to move through you to disobey, lean into God, lean into his strength, pray for his strength to help you obey him, listen and obey because he has a way out of this and just know that emotions are meant to be felt. Let the tears roll down your cheeks. Let the sobs move your body as they release out of you. Grieve with Jesus over the pain others are feeling, over the pain you're feeling watching it, over the pain you're carrying from having lived horrible things too. Grieve with God over the pain of this hard life because you don't deserve to carry around that bag of emotions any longer. This is a marathon and it is hard and you don't need all that weight carrying behind you anymore. You can't change the world by holding in these emotions. God needs you present and strong to continue fighting the spiritual battle. He has you fighting in your world right now. If you are looking for resources, so I have a free video that is available for download in the show notes below. This is one of the grounding techniques 
that'll turn off your stress. I do have a membership. This is a paid resource. It is a collection of videos where I guide all three of these techniques generically on camera around different topics that women struggle with in their present day life. So that no matter what is happening around you, you have real mental health help 24 seven. So there's tons of videos using emotional freedom techniques, EFT tapping. There's an inner child work meditation from a Jesus perspective where you let him hold you through it all. And there are, I think, nine different grounding techniques. There's nine different videos, eight different techniques used to help you turn off the stress response so that you can get back to your life. If you're interested in that, there's a link down below that says membership. There's a free seven day trial and a 30 day money back guarantee after that. So you have 37 days to really try it out for yourself and see if it's good for you. And if it doesn't work, I don't need to know why you can just email and say, I want a refund and I'll give you a refund. And then I also have a link down below for practitioner directories. If you are struggling right now and just feeling like this is triggering all your trauma, this is too much for you. And there's like too many wars. I mean, Ukraine hasn't even ended yet. This is just we're hitting the child pains. The contractions are getting closer and closer. If this is becoming too much for you, you always have the option of getting one-on-one help. I only have a few directories listed here. There's um, a therapy directory. I think it's just in the U.S. And then there's emotional freedom techniques, the EFT tapping directory, as well as somatic experiencing, which is another technique Um, that has a similar effect to EFT. It's going to help you turn off the stress and release the emotions in the process. Even if you're just struggling and what's going on in the world is too much, it's a beautiful way to have an actual human live in person or on camera to help you through those emotions. You're not so alone in them. Thank you for tuning in. I hope these resources are really a light for you. This was a lot of information and I I hope it was, I was able to help you just feel less alone and realize that there is a lot of help available. The Christian ones seem like, yeah, yeah, I know, pray, worship, study God's word. And yet we forget the impact they have on our lives. And oftentimes people don't know about somatic techniques. They don't know about how to turn off stress. So I hope this helped expand your awareness that there's bigger help available. And I hope it just helped you feel like you're not alone in this journey. You know, when I watch this, I, I, I drown in this shame of why do you think you're not okay? You're not even the one suffering. And I just think it's powerful to know that psychologically you're not meant to handle watching this. So it's okay that you're not okay. I would actually be very concerned if you were fine watching this. And um, God told us it was going to be hard. He told us it was going to be challenging and that we would need him to get through it. So just remember to look up and just find him in every storm you're in. Even if you are just having an emotional reaction to the news. Someone is suffering and it's okay to suffer alongside them and need Jesus to get through that. If you know someone who's struggling with all of this, with their mental health, even their spiritual health right now, 
with this war going on and they're starting to spiral, would you do me a favor and forward this podcast, share this podcast with them? I know so many people who don't know this information. Spiritually, most people know to pray, worship, and study scripture. But bigger than that, most people don't know this part of mental health exists. And I just want to make sure that anyone struggling knows that there is help available and that they have access to it. For them, this podcast, so they can start to learn about what these resources are, how they work, and then hear about where to find them. Encourage them to keep praying and to keep finding Jesus in this storm because he's going to get us all out of this. I'm going to pray before we sign off today. I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to pray for Israel because we all need prayer right now. Abba, we are not okay in this world right now, God. We are struggling and we are suffering. And those of us safe in these Western nations are really struggling to watch this, to not bury our head in the sands and to not deny what's happening so that we can be faithful servants of yours, that we can love and pray and lean into you for strength for everyone who truly needs you physically to show up for them right now, God. We need your peace to wash through us so that we feel your presence and your peace as we journey into our lives and the battles you have us facing, God. I pray for every woman listening to this podcast right now, Lord, that she would just feel your peace wash through her from her head to her toes. Spirit, that you would come alive in her mind and heart and body right now, that her soul would just burst forth with joy for you in your presence that you would help turn off these stress responses in her mind and body and help her find the rest that she needs and deserves right now, God, so you can fill her up to go serve as you have asked. God, I pray for Israel. I pray for a softening of the hearts of your chosen people, God, that they would surrender to you as Messiah Jesus, Yeshua, Messiah. You are the promised Savior. I pray that you would help soften their hearts to find you in this storm they are in before it's too late, God. I pray for supernatural protection around your people. I pray for wisdom in the leaders. I pray for strength in the military. I pray for psychological peace in everyone in this war, God that you would protect them from trauma, and if it does happen, that you would lead them to your spirit to heal and the right mental health resources to heal after, God. I pray for everyone who's been taken hostage and is being tortured, Lord, that they would find you in this storm. They would know that you love them and you're not doing this to harm them that there is a purpose in their pain and there is a way out bigger than anything, God. I pray for protection over your babies, your little ones, and your elderly, your widows, your Holocaust survivors who are in this again, God. I pray for supernatural peace and protection, love to fill their hearts, joy to burst forth from their souls, and a surrender to you, Messiah. God, I pray that we would all know that you are the God on the throne 
in authority. I'd love to see this by Israel having a victory. That doesn't always happen. Help us surrender to your will, God, and help us all on this entire planet find you as God through this war that we are watching on TV. We love you. We praise you. We humble ourselves before you, God. Thank you for loving us even in our troubles, in our fears, in our worries, our doubts, and our concerns. Thank you for loving us through and out of these valleys. In your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Beautiful lady, I love you. I am praying for you every day. I am in this fight with you. And I want you to know that by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, we are going to make it out of here alive. And we are going to dance in heaven with Jesus one day so soon. Stay strong. Stay faithful. Stay connected to Jesus. I hope to meet you someday on this earth. If not, save a dance for me in heaven. We are going to celebrate victory someday very soon. Have a beautiful day. Take care. Thank you so much for listening today. If you liked this episode and are looking for some additional resources to help you turn off your stress, including overwhelm, anxiety, panic, and trauma triggers, check out my free mental health video linked in the show notes below. In it, I guide you through one of my favorite mental health techniques for turning off all of that stress in less than five minutes no matter where you are. Truly, you can turn off your stress in under five minutes in public and no one will ever know. It's that amazing. Download it from the link in the show notes below and let me carry you back to this state of peace in your mind and body. I'm praying for you. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.